Oh, good afternoon. The band's back together. Andrew Perloff back in the studio just in time for NFL Combine Week to kick off <laughs> your favorite time of year. You've been reading mock drafts for months now. Yeah, yeah. And I do have a resentment building against, you know, when next time I'm out, can we have worse co-hosts? I mean, Keith and Sal were <laughs> awesome. This is not good. I do not like this. Uh, they set the bar pretty high, Perloff. Uh, don't worry. Your name's on the show. I think you're safe. But okay. this is a big week because the entire NFL world descends on Indianapolis for the NFL scouting combine. And the biggest news that we have coming out is that Adam Schefter is now saying that the Chicago Bears are likely to trade the number one overall pick. So what does that mean and all the trickle-down effects of that. Basically, if you're Justin Fields, you probably feel pretty good right now because if they were going to keep the number one pick, you would think it would be for a quarterback. Right, but this is all so crazy because Justin Fields, Maggie, if you put him in this year's draft field, top four quarterbacks in some order, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson, where would Justin Fields go in that Pretty list? Pretty high. Pretty high. <laughs> well, so you're telling me you're going to trade out of him? No, we know now that he can play in the NFL, though. Yes. So maybe higher than all those guys. Yeah. I know he didn't pass much in Chicago, but look at that offense. Who is he going to pass to? He passed a lot at Ohio State. He had an incredible arm at Ohio State. Totally. Now he forgot to throw in the, how to throw in the NFL. I don't buy that. I think Justin Fields is a good prospect, and I... I have a lot of friends who are Bears fans, and they're all excited about Fields. But then something happened this offseason. They were all really excited about Fields, but they all entertained the idea, huh, maybe we should take somebody else. Well, there's a reason why. Okay. And it's funny that you're seeing a lot of former general managers and people who worked in the front office are the ones who are basically saying, oh, this could be good to trade Justin Fields and take a quarterback number one overall. Because if you don't think the Bears are going to be a Super Bowl contender or anywhere close in the next couple of years – you might as well restart the clock right. if you believe in any of these quarterbacks. If Justin Fields has another season, Perloff, where he rushes for over 1,000 yards and shows that he can play in this league, guess what happens after year three? The agent starts coming around and saying, when are we going to make this thing official and get a contract ex extension going for my guy? Much like what happened with Kyler Murray and much like what happens with a lot of good young quarterbacks. Like, all of a sudden now, they want a little security. And... If you don't think you're ready to win or close to win with Justin Fields in the next couple of years, then trading the pick is, or excuse me, trading Fields and taking a quarterback with that number one overall pick becomes really attractive. So now you're telling me a team only gets three years effectively with a quarterback? Yes. In other words, the guy that they're drafted, say they did keep number one and draft Bryce Young out of Alabama. Man, the clock's ticking fast. you think they're three years away from winning a Super Bowl with Bryce Young? They might be because they can at least build out the rest of the team a little In bit In three more. years, they're Listen, nowhere near. I, I, but I'm not a Bryce Young person. I know we're on in Alabama, and I know we have a lot of people listening in Alabama. It's not about him as a person or anything. If I'm a general manager and if my life and job is depending on it, I'm not drafting a guy that small. Look at what happened in the NFL this year. We had 70 different starting quarterbacks. Big guys can get hurt. Small guys can get hurt. I don't trust that I'm going to have a smaller quarterback who's going to be durable. Think about the guys who are, and okay. think about what the the outlier and the exception to the rule that they are. Uh, who who are durable? Well, I, was well, I say, think Drew Brees and Russell Wilson played a lot of games. Russell Wilson, I think, was the Iron Man for a little bit. Russell Wilson is one of those guys, but Drew Brees, let's not forget devastating shoulder injury yeah. early on in his career that thankfully he came back from and gave us a, a Hall of Fame career but these guys are outliers like what do you Kyler get with the Murray big guys hurt, the... Tua hurt like it's hard to say 
these smaller guys are going to stay healthy. Who are the big guys that are staying healthy besides your guy, Josh Allen? I mean, Mahomes finished the season. I know that he always is limping around. He's not around. big, though. He's six foot one. Okay, six but that's not, that's not five foot old. No, you're right. But I think I, I'm not putting 15 years into Mahomes, the way he plays. He's going to have to contain it a little bit. Cam Newton is the biggest quarterback I've ever seen in person in my life. Everything, his muscles had muscles. He was great up until 2015, and then people started hitting him. So I don't know that there's an easy solution. It seems like your style play can help you there. That being said, Justin Fields almost set the rookie, uh, the all-time quarterback rushing record. Yeah. Uh, can he stay healthy? That's That I don't know. It's another one. So let's not forget when we talk about what the Bears should do with that number one overall pick. Here was Justin Fields, and he was a guest on the Barstool podcast, part of my take. I'm sure a couple of you have heard of it. And <laughs> yeah. one of the biggest podcasts did, in the country. Yeah, and, biggest podcast ever. But we never really get news out of there, which yeah, was funny. Yeah, that's not really their intention. No, they're, they're there to entertain and to make you laugh. But this was a big headline. Yeah, this was a big one. So this was Justin Fields. And I imagine if you are a Bears fan and you live in Chicago, you know what this is like, what the weather is like. Fields talking about how he doesn't feel like he plays well in this cold weather was noteworthy. I feel like way slower in that cold weather. So it's tough, Ooh. but... uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, of course, want to try to stay warm on the sideline and stuff like that, but, I mean, it's hard to stay warm in that weather. I mean, warm-ups and stuff like that, your hand's freezing up, so it's, it's tough. I hope we just get a dome. I don't, I don't yeah. care if we're at Soldier Field. I don't care if we're in Arlington Heights. I, I, I hope we get a dome on that. Okay. So, yeah. All right, so that was him basically saying, like, this weather sucks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel fast in this weather. I don't feel like I'm playing at my best in this weather. Now, maybe no one feels at their best. Right. But there are some guys who are known as like good cold weather quarterbacks. And I thought Fields was actually, well, we don't really see him throw all that much. But his ability to run is kind of exactly what you want in cold weather, right? Oh, definitely. Have the option. Definitely. That seems like the ideal fit. By the way, Big Cat does break a lot of news. I can hear him finding that clip from me saying that they don't break a lot of news. They're getting <laughs> yeah. mad at me. So yeah, I, just want to put that, I just want to put, no, they, they break news <laughs> because they do get a lot of interviews. So the thing about all these quarterbacks they're all warm weather quarterbacks too. In fact, most of the the guys that come into the draft these days are warm weather quarterbacks. Bryce Young is well, from LA yeah. and went to Alabama. Anthony Richardson's from Florida, went to Florida. Will Levis a little bit northeast. He's from Connecticut, went so to Penn maybe, State and then Kentucky. Yeah, well, so CJ Stroud is playing in the cold weather. Yeah, but CJ Stroud just like Justin Fields is from LA and played at Ohio State. Justin Fields is from Georgia and played at Ohio State. Right. And he doesn't like the cold weather. So I can't, just because he played at Ohio State, I guess that's not enough to make you a cold weather quarterback. I thought it was, but I mean, this is his preference, right? He just doesn't like the cold weather. Yeah, but I think you need a bigger guy to play in the cold weather. So the Bears cannot have Bryce Young. That's a worse fit for Bryce Young. I don't think that's a great Yeah, fit. I think him landing on that hard surface. So take him out of the mix, I would think, almost automatically. So, so then, then you're looking at guys who you don't have to take number one. Well, so what about that, Maggie, taking a quarterback a little lower? Well, you could have your cake and eat it, too. It's possible that the Bears are put sitting in a really great situation here. You trade down two spots. Maybe you still get your guy, whoever that is. And then, as Michael Gaylor's putting in the chat, by the way, did I mention across the country, CBS Sports Radio? I kind of got right into it. It's Monday. We're across the country in all of our incredible CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 158, of course, the free Odyssey app. We're streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. That's where Michael Gaylor in the chat said the Bears should totally trade fields. You get a new top round type quarterback, plus with the draft picks you get for fields, you could totally put together a team that's better than what you have right now. And look at the landscape where we're talking about quarter teams that need quarterbacks right now 
And how many teams would be dying to get Justin Field? I mean, look at Daniel Jones might be lining up for $45 million. People are falling over themselves for one year of Rodgers, for Derek Carr, maybe for a couple years. Stu's a Raider fan. He didn't want Derek Carr anymore. It's not like the free agent market or the trade market right now is that robust. Justin Fields would create a massive bidding war. I no, think. but you'd get much more for the number one pick. You can get both. Like maybe you're trading back oh, you for get the rid number of everybody? one pick. And then you, you trade back to get a quarterback, but only a few spots. And then you trade Justin Fields, and now you're just like drowning in picks. I got it. I like this. I think this is what would make more sense. You trade back. And get more picks. You trade from one to say nine. Say Carolina moves up, just hypothetically. Then you have Justin Fields after two years going to his third year. You do what the Eagles did. You have a bunch of draft picks, so you can move up and get a, a top guy in next year's draft and give Fields one more year tryout, just like Jalen Hurts. We, we came into last season saying, "Hey, if this doesn't work out for Jalen Hurts, then the Eagles have a lot of draft capital. They could take a quarterback next year." Yeah. So the Bears can keep Fields, try him out for one more year because he does have a lot of upside. He's definitely intriguing. And if it doesn't work, then go into next year's draft. Don't take a Will Levis at number nine this year and get stuck there. Don't force it. Give Fields one more year. I understand. You're trading them both. You're trading them all away. Well, I mean, if I'm the Bears, I'm pretty far. You're pretty far. I I understand what you're saying. And even if Rodgers is leaving the division, and if you're not that scared of the Minnesota Vikings, you know, you are going to have the Lions to deal with, I guess. Maybe you feel like, listen, we're not that far away from maybe competing for our division. But, I mean, are you? I mean, you, you kind of are. You well, they were. You know, they had the worst record in the league this year, right? Obviously. But there were so many close games. They they basically lost every close game, almost as if they wanted to lose those games to get a high draft pick. At the end, they were more committed to losing than the Texans, who really should be number one. If you remember, at the end of last year, we're like, "What is Houston doing? They're blowing it. They're blowing the whole thing." I think both teams are going to be fine. I would keep Fields, trade down, and see. I think there's a lot of upside with Justin Fields. I think he would go very high in this year's draft. So why trade? You know, get get a Will Anderson or a defensive cornerstone. Yep. You're Chicago. You laid it out. It's a cold weather city. Have Gotta a running quarterback and an uh, stop the run or an incredible pass rusher. Yep. And I like Carter. Up. I mean, either yeah. you really can't go wrong there. I I don't think Jeffrey Stringer in the chat just trade feels. Are you crazy? Many exclamation points. Well, there you go. I mean, if you're going to put multiple exclamation points... You're going to get my attention. Yeah. All caps on crazy and multiple exclamation points? I think that is an end argument right there. I mean, drop the mic, Jeff. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let us know what you think. What should the Bears do here? Trade Justin Fields? Should they keep Justin Fields? Is there a quarterback you love in this draft? We've talked. We know we're on in Alabama. Are the Bryce Young fans going to come out in full force to throw their weight behind their guy? Oh, I see what you did there. Weight behind a guy who everyone's worried about their weight. I wasn't doing so are they that. So they adding sure. the weight to, because <laughs> you know, you're a writer and I'm not. I don't know if if Bryce Young's going to get weighed this week at Indy, but I I don't remember a weight that has been this closely watched. Everyone's trying to see if he hits 200 pounds. He's not doing anything at the combine. He's doing the interviews. I, I, I think wonder, that's it. Do you have to get weighed? I I actually looked this Google this the other day and I couldn't find the answer. <laughs> Google, do you have to get weighed at the combine? Do you have to get weighed? Um, would you no, love that? None of the, why would any of like the offensive linemen or defensive linemen, if you were overweight, you wouldn't want to get weighed? I think you might have to. Like if you're Mackay Becton, I wouldn't want to get weighed. If you go to the c- combine. Can you not get weighed? I guess you. I guess you can. No, I don't think you can opt out of your measurables. So yeah, and the height's a big deal. McShay came out and said he's five ten and a half. Yikes! 
<laughs> but I would love that assignment, having to gain a bunch of weight and get up to, I'm 200 now. If you told me I have to be 215 by next week, oh What would man. you do? How would you Donuts do Donuts and milkshakes. I know, but that's not the right kind of weight. With Bryce Young, he keeps his shirt on. You know, I, they, I don't think they <laughs> do the Tom Brady couldn't keep his shirt on at the Combine. How do we know if it's going to be, if he gets up to 210, which is his goal. Yeah. I don't think it's going to matter if it's the right weight or the wrong weight. See, I think there's something about guys who can put on weight and then guys who fill out their frame. Yeah, the frame is not big. No. See, like Lamar Jackson filled out his frame because it felt like he had room to go there. Lamar Jackson was tiny in college and is just barely above. He's not that big either. I guess he's bigger. But Bryce Young. Put on like 15 pounds. He's put on like 40 pounds since he got in the NFL. Why can't Bryce Young do that? How do we know? We're not experts on frames. Yes, we are. If last year we could be expert on hand size, which I called all of you guys out yeah, for Kenny right Pickett in his small hands, yeah. and look who was leading game-winning drives last year and almost got the Steelers <laughs> to the playoffs. Despite his small hands. Sold T.J. Watt, apparently, too. <laughs> it yeah. was T.J. Watt who really closed that deal, but and Najee Harris running the ball, but also Pickett. No, but T.J. Uh, told us that was the drive that, he, that convinced right, him. Right, that was the drive. Maggie, what would you do to get up uh, in weight? I think that I would probably have to wake up in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and just like house something and then just go right back to sleep. Oh, I know you pizza or what? Yeah, sure. But again, I want to put on the right, right kind of weight. (laughs) but that see, this is where I know anecdotally, whenever I eat super late and then I go right to sleep recipe for gaining weight. So one of my first jobs, well, uh, not first later on, I work for MLB network, Mm -hmm. MLB.com. Pardon me. Yep doing game recaps and highlights, mostly of West Coast games. Mm -hmm. So I was in New York, not getting out until 3 o'clock in the morning, and I would go directly to this burrito joint that was next to my apartment at the time. Bad news. Oh, no. Your girl put on the freshman 15, not of college, of living in New York. (laughs) None of my clothes fit by the end of the season. It was rough. Oh, no, the MLB.com 15. (laughs) It's the worst. It was. I mean, why did that burrito place have to be open until 4 a.m.? They saw me coming like a sucker. We need to get the logistics of what's happening here with Bryce Young. Does he, can he put on, if you put on 10 pounds of bad weight, you could take it off by your pro day and look totally ripped. I think <laughs> they, players do this all the time. They yeah. put on weight for one measurement, then they take it off to run the 40 faster. So I, I think that he's, he's going to get weight here. I think he's going to weigh over 200 pounds. I think Bryce Young's going to put on a ton of weight. I think it's going to look good. Would you view him differently if you found out he was 5'11"? Well, that's two a little more 10. like Russell Wilson. Yeah, 5'11", right. 210. You'd be okay with that. I mean, again, it's a little more like Russell Wilson. It's still an outlier. He's not like a bowling ball of a guy. Like, I think of Wilson, mm. I think, what it's did sick. the guy call him last week? A sack of potatoes? That was way too far. <laughs> that was just me. Well, Russell's got big legs, big muscular legs. Yeah, Yeah, right. where Bryce Young does not. It's all about the bottom. Kyler, I'm not Kyler that. Murray's, Kyler Murray's huge. Kyler Murray's a very big, muscular He was also guy. a baseball player, too, so it's like yeah. you, know, you have to be bulked up for that sport, too. He looks like, right, he looks like a second baseman in the MLB. Um, yeah, I, I think Bryce Young should just go all out, show up like Homer Simpson, just gigantic belly. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> you know Bryce Young has a weight problem? Like, yeah, yeah. What I'm worried would, about is BMI. That would be amazing. Just change the narrative and just get <laughs> super, super big for yeah. this combine. Then lose it by your pro day, and everyone's like, wow, look at that guy. It's Hard like, work. Man, Bryce Young, low-key fat guy. It's like, did you see him in person? Like, that's impossible. <laughs> look at the picture of Bryce Young. He must have zero body fat. 
Yeah, he's like he's he's just a smaller dude. 855-212-4CBS, <laughs> 855-212-4227. Extremely accurate though. Uh okay, chat's up and running. You guys are amazing. Looks like a lot of people in the chat may have seen Cocaine Bear this weekend and probably Ooh. caught some inspiration from it. Can can someone call in with a review? I'm dying to know if we have to see this. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> All right, now you asked for it. 855-212-4227. Perloff is back. He's going to regale us with his tales from the ski slopes. Uh, we got to get into my weekend took an interesting turn. Get to that as well. But your calls on Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears, start us off. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers in just a moment. New report coming out from Albert Breer. What does it say about Rodgers and his future in Green Bay? We'll get to that in just a moment. It is Maggie and Perloff on this Monday, CBS Sports Radio. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. We have some, uh, I think, some fun stories. You're going to like my skiing story, Maggie. I want to hear it. it. Do you want it now or do you want it later? Because it went tragically awry. Well, <laughs> hold on because, <laughs> as uh, oh, man, that's pretty tempting. But give me a sec because we got some new-ish information Please. here about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and the whole future of Rodgers in Green Bay. And it's not even so much about Rodgers, the latest from Albert Breer. It's more to me, two things. His latest um, column in SI.com basically says that the biggest, one of the biggest differences between last year when the team was hell-bent on keeping Aaron Rodgers and this year where they are not as hell-bent on keeping Aaron Rodgers is because they feel like Jordan Love is ready. Last year, they didn't feel like he was ready. The uneasiness of Jordan Love, Love's readiness um, you know, is just is not there. So that part of it, I think, is quite interesting. And then Albert Breer said, yeah, they were worried about Love's development a year ago. They're now seeing a guy capable of starting at the very least with considerable upside. So that's a little, it's like not the most ringing endorsement ever. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's the next, you know, the the second coming. But there's not that that fear, apparently, that if Rodgers leaves, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah, this seems obvious to me. First of all, you know I you know I love me some Jordan Love. He just you. looked really, really good in very limited action. I mean, he threw one touchdown last year. It wasn't like we saw so much of Jordan Love. Yeah. The other thing, though, and I think you'll agree with this, the Packers are overdue a rebuild. Where are they going with Aaron Rodgers? How many times are we going to see them do well? Even if they do well in the regular season, they either get run over by the Niners, blow it on special teams, or completely don't show up against the Lions this year. They're not going anywhere with Aaron Rodgers. They need to rebuild. And Rodgers throwing to these rookies, the formula's not working. So it's time to try something new. I thought the other interesting thing about what Breer was talking about, and he doesn't say this stuff unless he's made some serious calls. I mean, you know, he's not just throwing things against the wall. But he said because Rodgers' contractual implications, like he's due a ton of money, uh, he'd be impossible to cut because of the dead cap money. Um, you know, if he, he just, the contract is, a, is hamstringing them. He said that considering the contract, a likely small group of bidders, not that many people are actually going to be in on Rodgers considering his age and the, and the money. He said it will almost certainly depress his trade value where the cost could wind up being less than a first round pick. <laughs> Say what? Oh boy, that's uh, that's gonna get 
Very interesting for Jets fans who are willing to give up the entire house for Aaron Rodgers. If you could get it for a second-round pick, (laughs) who's not going to want Aaron Rodgers? Explain this to me. Well, that's a little chicken the egg, right? Because if there's not a lot of bidders because of the price, but if it's not a first-round pick, then half the league should be in on him. You know, if it's going to be a second-round pick for Aaron Rodgers, plus money, yes, definitely money, but even for a year or two, the picks were the hardest thing to, to part ways with, I thought. You know, if you can fit the money in, you fit the money in. Yeah, I mean, if you probably can't add much around Rodgers. You better have the pieces there already. Because if you're going to pay him $60 million, you can't go out and get a Tyreek Hill or a Devontae Adams unless you already have Devontae Adams right. in your Vegas. But, wow, if it's a second-round pick, what's the That's stop? That's great news for Vegas, What's the, the stop way. a contender, say the Niners, the Dolphins, Say the Ravens, if they can't keep Lamar Jackson, maybe they make a call about Aaron Rodgers. Listen, you know I went into my own personal darkness retreat. Yeah, you came out. And I did see the Dolphins as Rodgers. Now, I don't know about the 49ers because I don't know if the Packers are going to be steadfast about not trading him in the NFC. That's a good point. So, Raiders, Stu, you've got to be loving this. Sounds great to me. Second-round pick for Rodgers. uh, (laughs) Bring him on board. And you could still take a quarterback. Uh, that wouldn't make a ton of sense because you want to invest everything you have for Rodgers. Like the seventh overall pick, you probably want to get a pass rusher or something like that. Or the offensive other, lineman. Or an offensive the other lineman. thing, what if, say, a Washington did want to offer more than that? Rodgers might let it be known, I'm not going there. So right. he, he's holds a, he, he holds a piece of the retirement card. Right. So that might depress the market as well because you can't have the highest bidder. It's got to be someone that works for the quarterback as well. You look at the odds. You have the Raiders, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Niners. So all of them are already in play. Then teams like the Patriots, the Titans, the Saints, yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks come in play. I don't know if Rodgers would follow Brady, but I would do it. I would do it. If, I'd go 16 teams who'd trade for him. Wouldn't you? If it's now a second rounder or two second rounders, like it just changes everything. Yeah. Um, it really does. So if that's true, and I have no reason to ever doubt Albert Breer, his stuff is buttoned up, then that that's... That will hasten hasten the uh, exit probably for Rodgers, I would think. Uh, how about the New York Giants say goodbye to Daniel Jones pretty quickly? If Why would the Giants be in on this? Seriously. Absolutely. They have a really good team around. I don't think it's going to happen. They don't really have a really good team, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't really have a really no, good team. No, that's a good point. Yeah. That's they have the a good coach. Problem. Good coach. Yeah, I mean, he won Coach of the Year. At one point, Matt Nagy won Coach of the Year. Sometimes. Wow. I think Dayball is good. This is not sour grapes for me. I think he is wow. good. He did more with less last year. But then they got to Philadelphia and completely no-showed a playoff game. It's going to be tricky because some of the teams that need quarterbacks just don't make any sense. The Indianapolis Colts are not at a – well, I could sell myself. They have Jonathan Taylor – the Colts again, sixth year in a row with a veteran quarterback. But this is an upgrade from Philip Rivers and those guys. I would agree with you. At least you have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see Aaron Rodgers. First of all, I see him going for a first rounder for sure. Yeah, I do agree with Breer. It's got to be a small, small pool of teams. Feels like the Jets, and if he's not going to stay in Green Bay and he's not going to retire. I don't see it going much beyond the Jets and the Raiders. Do you see all these other teams like your Dolphins in the mix? <laughs> yes, I love that they're my Dolphins now. But yes, <laughs> I, I do see them in the mix. Uh, Thomas L. in the chat, by the way, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, says the only way this whole second-round pick for Rodgers will happen is if only one team and GM is interested. The instant you add a second, it's a bidding war, and there are some desperate GMs out there. I agree with that. Yep. I mean, and one desperate GM, I think, is the GM of Samter's New York Jets. Because it's been such a mixed yep. bag where some picks have been awesome. They're building a team and, and, the, and the core and the foundation. But you whiffed so hard 
on the quarterback, and somehow you don't have, like, tons and tons of money, which I never understand teams in the NFL who are cash-strapped who are not paying their quarterback. How did you back yourself into that? One name comes to mind for the Jets, and Sanford, you can tell me if you relate this. The Corey Davis contract to me was it wasn't as bad as Kenny Gallagher. It, it was a, four. Was it a four years, fifty million dollars or something for Corey Davis? No, I don't think it was that high. I thought it was like thirty something. I mean, there's no excuse if you're a general manager they made a, to they, be up against the cap if you're not paying a quarterback. To put talent around. I can't remember either Darnold or Zach Wilson. They failed. Wilson, not Darnold. They didn't do anything. For All right, Darnold. three years, thirty-eight million. Yeah, it wasn't. That's not four enough years, to sink million. the it's franchise. The and you're not paying a left tackle. Like, how do you, and you haven't paid Quinn and Williams yet. Like, that's how are you million dollars, That's $12 million a year for Corey Davis. That doesn't strike you as a little bit off-putting? Yeah, but that's not, that shouldn't be the difference between you being able to sign or not sign other players. You Okay, so that's one contract where you overpaid, right? Uh, there's CJ Obviously, Uzama. there's more. Yeah. Yeah, they, they went all in a couple summers ago. It was bizarre. I don't, yeah, I love Joe Douglas. I hope it works out. But if you get Aaron Rodgers in there, all of a sudden all these players are going to be good again. I'm I'm into it. Uh, let's see. We also have Joseph King in the chat saying he's not going to the Raiders. The O-line's not ready. You're right about that. They're not ready right now. We still haven't gone through free agency. Tyler, Taylor Lewan is a free agent. Maybe that could happen. And you also have a seventh overall pick in the draft. That's prime for a tackle or a guard. Yeah. I mean, that, definitely for a guard, but for a tackle, no doubt. Another one where the GM has a lot of reason to bring in Aaron Rodgers. It works for, I think, where Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are, I think they need to win pretty soon. They have a lot of high-priced guys. They have Max Crosby. They have Devontae Adams. They have Chandler Jones. They have Darren Waller. There's no there's no time for a rebuild. I would go all in. Man, I'm uh, I'm all in on Rodgers everywhere. You can't name a team except for the, the, someone with a star, like the Eagles or the Bills or the Chiefs. Tell me why you wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers. I know you would want him too, but what is the anti, the money? Well, I mean, yeah, there's the money, I guess. If it's not multiple first-round picks, that changes things. But there is also like a, maybe this is a little more on the outside. Peter King had this in his Football Morning in America like two weeks ago about whether or not Rodgers might be like worth the all the things that come with it. Right. Oh, I see. You okay. Yeah. I think that's a little crazy. Like he's not a criminal, you know, because he what does McAfee every week and does some <laughs> weird, you know, ayahuasca and in the off season and goes <laughs> on a darkness retreat. I don't see is that someone who has to like seriously well, be managed. J- Jets new Hall of Famer Joe Klecko. Yeah. Uh, he was on with our buddy Zach Gelb last week, and he basically said, "I don't want him on the Jets because he's a locker room troublemaker. Like he's going to come in there, he's going to like completely ruin these uh, elite." rising young offensive weapons yeah. and he just doesn't want him in the locker room at all. So I think that there is some of that, that there are people who legitimately think that Rodgers is bad for young developing stars. I mean, maybe we should quibble with the word ruin, you know? I mean, he had Garrett Wilson who received, who had over 1,100 yards receiving from three different quarterbacks last year. <laughs> I mean, I doubt Rodgers is going to be able to do much worse than that. Yeah, it's funny. You were saying, I don't see what the why anyone would think Rodgers is weird. Then you start listing things, and you could have gone on a little further with that, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see him not being a perfect fit for every locker room. I don't know. Yeah, I like him. I, I would bring him in. Listen, I, I we, got another quarterback that could be an option for the Jets. Well, yeah, we got some news we'll get to you get to in just one minute. The other thing, though, about Rodgers, you have to just make sure he's okay with a young team. You right. know, he would know eyes wide open – 
this is what I'm walking into with the Jets. These are young receivers, and this is what it's going to be like. I think from from his own words, he seems like he's okay with the young team as long as that young team is built to win now as opposed to like a rebuild situation. The Jets are not in a rebuild. The Jets are a quarterback away from being a legit contender in the AFC. There's He wouldn't even be looking at the Jets if he didn't. And we don't even know, by the way, if he is looking at the Jets. He was looking at nothing all of last week. Right, so if he doesn't want to be on a, on a rebuild, why would he even be looking at the Raiders? Like, are the Raiders a quarterback away? You could squint. Yeah, they have some could, stars. They have Devontae Adams. You could yeah. squint and see it. The defense is not ready and the O-line's not ready. But they have and that, assets. And that division, I mean, we said it last year also that, about that division. But yeah. the division is still pretty stacked. You got Sean Payton in there now. Listen, the NFC East got three teams in last year. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, but the NFC... Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. The AFC West is, like, legitimately, like, a juggernaut. The NFC East, like, it's just teams that just had a good year. Wow. One, th- one thing about, from Roger's point of view, I think he thinks he can get back to MVP level with Devontae Adams. Regardless of a winning, from a selfish reason, he might want to get there. And, you know, th- those defenses aren't great out there either. I think he thinks he could have a gigantic season. Maybe things like that. Yeah, I would. He did say that, right? Yeah. He did say that in an interview, uh, one of the McAfee interviews, where he says, I feel like I can still win MVPs. Let's also not underestimate the Aaron Rodgers with the chip on the shoulder. Sure. They drafted Jordan Love, oh. and he rattled off two more MVPs. That you was get amazing. traded to the Jets, he might win a Super Bowl, just to spite everybody. Oh, okay. I didn't think that's where you were going. Oh, sorry. Where, where were you going? <laughs> well, anywhere but the Jets winning a Super Bowl. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's too far. I mean, there's no chip on planet Earth big enough for that. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. So we got some news Rich Ackerman's going to give to you in just one moment. I just can't believe how perfectly this lines up with something you brought in today. Oh. I know. I think you should go get it in the break. We'll let Ackerman yeah. tell everybody what the big news is. Perloff literally brought something in today that he was going to put in the studio. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Perloff will go get the new set decoration that has everything. The timing just couldn't be better. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment after this CBS Sports Radio update with Rich Ackerman. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash pros. Or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. So it is funny, the timing of this. What even inspired you to bring this in today? By the way, we're across the country. CBS Sports Radio, our incredible affiliates. We're streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio if you want to see what we're talking about here. So last week, our friend of the show, Sully, sent you a Jim Kelly signed football. Right here over my right shoulder. So the studio is starting to become a little Bills-centric, to be honest. It's feeling well, like... I mean, I thought it looked great. Yeah, there's a lot of blue and red. There's a Fred Jackson jersey, for gosh sakes. I mean, come frame. on. Come on. <laughs> so I want to bring in some Eagles stuff. So I, I was in Philly this weekend. It's not going... a competition for a while. It is now. Oh, wow. Okay. I looked around my childhood house for Eagles stuff. And I found this really handsome poster. Yeah. It is... Uh, he looks younger there. March, wait, what is this? May 9th, 2016. Mm-hmm. The bullseye. The QB is out of Fargo and into the Philly fire. Carson Wentz in an Eagles uniform on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. I thought it was really good looking. Just, it didn't quite work out. <laughs> the fact that you brought this in today, then we find out he got <laughs> cut from the commander yeah. like two minutes ago as Rich Ackerman gave you the update. I mean, this is for the people who say there's a Sports Illustrated cover curse. 
Uh, yeah. This is one of your exhibit A's. Well, this was after the draft. They took him at number two. Then the following year, he led them to the Super Bowl, although he didn't play in the Super Bowl. So it wasn't that far it's off. A delayed curse. I mean, the, the Philadelphia Eagles winning a Super Bowl was a miracle. You can't relate. Don't, don't. <laughs> okay, I love it. Uh, this can. is 2016. This headline at the top of SI cracks me up. What's the, what, what else was on the cover? Boris Diaw, subtle star, even for the Spurs. <laughs> Boris Diaw in 2016. How many years did he have left in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Meanwhile, the Spurs have lost 16 games in a row. So, I don't know. Maybe Certainly Carson. happier time. This will work if Carson Wentz is now out there. Signs with the Eagles as a backup? Wait, are you do you really okay, you're you're getting you're feeling some type of way because the Bills memorabilia is starting to yeah. take over the studio. Do you really want to sit here with a Carson Wentz blown up sports illustrated <laughs> cover over your shoulder? I mean, I got Jim Kelly and Fred Jackson, the real ones. No, you got Carson Wentz. My favorite piece of memorabilia at the Dan Patrick show, he had a ton of memorabilia. Of he had a Ryan Leaf Colts jersey. So the <laughs> the Colts and the Chargers were looking at Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning. And the Colts, when he visited, printed up a Leaf Colts jersey. And Ryan gave it to Dan. And Dan never gave it back. Long story. Okay. Anyway, it was so cool. This is, to me, <laughs> a similar. The irony and it, the uniqueness of this piece of memorabilia. Right. Every every Bills fan has a Fred Jackson jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, a scare running back from 2014. I have no idea what country this, this jersey <laughs> came from. This was deep internet. But there's a lot of Bills in here. You know, the funny thing, too, is you have some Mets. Uh, is that the yeah. Rangers? Yeah. And uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. I have the Anaheim Mighty Ducks and the Minnesota Vikings. Nothing in mind that says Eagles. It's time to get some green in here. Well, you have your Dartmouth jersey. I'm surprised you don't wear that every day. <laughs> it, does, <laughs> it doesn't quite fit the same way. <laughs> a little more snug. Actually, you know what? Uh, I think I was a little bigger in college, so I look, I swim in that thing now. Got it. Well, I don't know. I need some Eagles stuff Randall in here. You have the Cunningham, but we have to get it signed. Where? Oh, no. What? What did I do with that? Curl oh, off. Oh, no. 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 You wore it to the Super Bowl. No, I didn't. I, I ended up getting a press pass, so I had oh, to wear right, a suit. Oh, right, right. You had a press pass, so you can't wear a jersey. Uh-oh. Move on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Move on. <laughs> can't move on. <laughs> Where's the jersey? I I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, wait. wait a minute. You are you messing with us? You Well, that would be great to hang up in the studio if I had any idea what I did with it. I don't remember. We're borrowing it and we're getting it signed by Randall Cunningham and then well, we're going to give it back. Listen. Phil's going to be very upset. Is this on me or is this on Phil? Phil, you trusted us. You screwed up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Phil. Oh, now we can't be trusted. It's got it. You had you brought it back. You, there's no way you left in the hotel room in in Arizona, right? That's very specific. That what you just said. That yes, there is a way I left in the hotel. <laughs> no, room. If, when you do the last, everyone does a last run through of the hotel room. You do a last go through, right? Yes, and you would always. see a bright Kelly green, awesomely worn Randall Cunningham jersey, the same one you wore to the NFC Championship game, which helped propel yeah. the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you think I would. <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, Although Perloff did forget his computer recently. Are, were we talking about Justin Fields? Let's change the subject quickly. <laughs> far, far away from Philadelphia Eagles football. Oh, man. Kemba in the chat says he'll be on Pawn Stars next season. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, no. Phil. <laughs> Phil. Get the dump button ready. Phil in Pennsylvania, who who sent us the Randall Cunningham jersey. Phil, we're all finding this out together, man. We're going to do whatever we can to get the jersey back. 
I know, but it's okay. I'm not overly worried about it. You know, just uh, since uh, Perloff didn't break his legs, uh, you know, skiing, I might have to do the genres myself. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding, Perloff. I I know you'll track it down eventually. Wait, Phil, was there any sentimental value in this well-used number 12 jersey? No, I actually use his backup toilet paper sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) No, he told us the whole story about how he loves the jersey. (laughs) All right, Phil. Not yeah, all is sir. lost. It's got to be somewhere. It might be your dad's place whenever, I don't know, if you ever went to see your parents or something like that, or maybe your missus. Maybe. Do you want to text wash Tom and Carol like right now? Yeah. Okay. Let's just, Phil, it's it's all good. Don't worry. Call <laughs> call tomorrow. I'm going to find it. Watch me show up tomorrow with a clearly brand new <laughs> number 12 it. jersey. It's probably going to be a Jets number 12. <laughs> no, I think it's. Cross off Namath and put Cunningham. So, the Super Bowl back. week was total chaos. It was crazy. The Eagles were in there. There were so many going on that no, I don't no, remember no. exactly where I put it, but I had to put it somewhere. Wait. I'm sure you did, but, uh, you know, if you can't find it, I will accept Super Bowl tickets next time the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Well, with all the free agency this offseason, I might take that deal. <laughs> I'm well, not forget about it. Season, but uh, some year down the road, uh, you know, if you can't find it, I will accept that as, you know, uh, you know, uh, alternate payment for it. Okay, how about this? How about regular season tickets to the Eagles? Two tickets if I can't find it. Playoff regular game, wild season. card. I can, go to, I can go down there myself and get tickets for a regular season game. Yeah, that's no, you can't. Man. Not after the Eagles are really hot right now. They, they're hard to get seats. <laughs> yeah. How about I give you a wild card round? Seats. My dad and me have been getting seats for years and years and years, and never had a problem getting in. There's only, I think, only one game since my dad's alive that he wasn't able to get into. So, getting into a game, that's not really a problem. Getting into the Super Bowl, that might be a problem. But how about? Hmm. Getting into the game, a soft pretzel and one beer on Pearl. Wait, hold on, hold on. We have we already given up on finding the jersey? What jersey? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Phil. What are we even talking about right now? The question, first of all, does anyone really own a jersey? I mean, Randall Cunningham owned the number twelve jersey. <laughs> Did minute. Phil own the jersey in any real sense? Oh no. Wait, I'm mortified. Perloff, we're gonna Perloff, find the jersey. I have faith that you will find it. I we'll, hope so. We'll keep you updated. And, and this is all just, you know, funny banter. I hope so. I Phil. don't know <laughs> Phil about that. <laughs> I, I hope this is coming off as funny. And to be honest, I'm nervous. I'm sorry. It was RPC who said check the pawn store. I mean, Phil did just say he's going to come and break Perloff's legs. So I feel like, you know, we have to watch out now. Well, the security around here is airtight. <laughs> I'd rather not test Stu's that. Got Stu, up. you got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody course. who looks like a name might be Phil from Pennsylvania <laughs> walks in looking to break Perloff's kneecaps. You we got don't it. know what Phil looks like. Anybody can walk in here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone walks in and says, "I want to break Perloff's kneecaps," you have to ask which state he's from <laughs> so we can organize <laughs> which. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you Keith. Which conflict we're talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> There's a line that's forming right over here to the right. <laughs> Take a number. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. When you, I think... When you I, unpack your suitcase... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't talk to me like... <laughs> like like, like a, what? Like I'm a normal person here. I, <laughs> I'm not... I lose things. I admit that. I know. You're one of those people. You, yeah, my wife would be things. like, so you unpack the suitcase, then where did it go? 
Yeah, I know. It was in the suitcase at some point. If I knew the answer to that, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help you retrace your steps. I thought maybe it would like a light bulb would go off and you'd be like, oh, the laundry. Sorry, I'm actually shopping for Randall Cunningham jerseys on Fanatics. Used Randall Cunningham jerseys? No um, one's ever going to trust us ever again with their memorabilia. Oh, my gosh. The used, they're all like $190. <laughs> you, you lost a valuable resource here. Which is why Phil really trusted us with the jersey. He said, Phil, did this have any sentimental value? He goes, no, I use this toilet paper. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, boy. And I guess I can't give him a Vikings Randall Cunningham. That wouldn't make any sense. Oh, this is bad. Wait, is the Viking Randall Cunningham like that much cheaper? A little cheaper. A little cheaper. Oh, this is How bad. How about the Raiders? This is bad. Yeah, he was a Raider, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. They didn't even. They don't even sell those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, this is bad. This is bad. All right. Well, you know, it's going to have to be an all hands on deck situation. Every I, member of the Proloff household is going to have to get involved here. I like how he's already given up all hope of potentially even finding it. Yeah, now he's just like, so what can I get you? Super Bowl <laughs> tickets and a soft pretzel? No. It's <laughs> escalated quickly. I already, I said wild card, assuming the Eagles aren't going to get the bye again. <laughs> yeah, I know. If, Way to have faith in the team. Uh, but I was fully willing to pretend that, uh, oh, I was going to get you wild card, but I can't get you divisional round. Man. Meanwhile, Phil, Mr. Oh, I could get tickets to a regular season game. Well, I mean, he's got the connection. That's not what he wants. He wants us to sign it. Super to get Bowl. get it signed. That's awful. Do you think the Eagles are going back to the Super Bowl? Do I have to worry about this? Can I promise Super Bowl tickets? I think it's a promise I can make. Because the odds of the Eagles making it back are not that good. I don't know what your word really means right now. All you had to do <laughs> was get a jersey from one state to another state. And we've failed miserably at that. And he did want it signed. And we haven't done that yet either. Oh, boy. I might need to call Randall to get him to help with this. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know us or anything. Hey, Randall, it's us. Can you help us out of a jam? Oh, man. The latest on the Cowboys, what Stephen Jones had to say about Dak. 